welcome to episode 8 of the Mindfulness Hub. Thanks for sharing this space every week with me. It is truly rewarding to see how our community grows. And yes, every subscription and share counts. After 8 episodes and listeners from 27 different countries, our Mindfulness Hub is bigger than ever. Our hub was created for sharing mindfulness topics that will improve your lifestyle, boost your mood, give you a space to relax, and of course, reconnect with your inner peace. If this is your first time here, then welcome to this curated space for unwinding, de-stressing, and reconnecting with ourselves. My name is Aileen Perez, and this is the Mindfulness Hub. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Feel free to reach me via email, aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. And mention any mindfulness topic you'd like me to discuss in the upcoming episodes. Today we will be talking about a very common issue. And if you don't struggle with it, then probably you know someone who does. Let's talk about procrastination. So take a deep breath, leave the judgment aside, and let's begin by understanding what makes us procrastinate. Besides speaking about three common causes that cause procrastination. Then I'll be sharing some mindful tips that will rewire your mindset and enhance your daily routine, leaving less space to procrastinate and more space to be present. But what is procrastination? Procrastination is the act of unnecessarily postponing decisions or actions. For example, if someone delays working on an assignment until right before its deadline for no reason, even though they know that it would be better for them to start earlier. That person, in this case, is procrastinating. Moreover, Procrastination is a common problem, which chronically affects around 20% of adults and 50% of college students, and which can lead to issues such as worse performance, missed opportunities, and increased stress. I used to procrastinate a lot during IB and college, and then in my adult life, especially when I had to start a new project, like my maths, my brand, and even this podcast. That is one of the common downsides of being extremely perfectionist. But if there's something I learned throughout the years is that there is no such thing as perfection. And the right moment for beginning a new idea, plan, or journey is now. If you feel identified with being too perfectionist, don't worry. There are solutions for coping with it. I'll share them in a bit. Now you're probably wondering why we procrastinate. Well, people procrastinate because their drive to delay is irrationally stronger than their drive to act. This generally happens because their self-control and motivation are weakened by issues such as exhaustion and delayed outcomes, and are opposed by a preference for feeling better in the short term, as well as by emotional issues such as anxiety and fear. Specifically, the drive to act represents how strongly driven people are to take action at the moment. It is how bad you want to do something, and it depends primarily on their self-control and motivation, which are influenced by various factors. For example, during a specific moment, an individual's self-control can be influenced by how tired they are, while their motivation can be influenced by how long they will have to wait before being rewarded for taking action. 
On the other hand, the drive to delay represents how strongly people feel pushed to avoid taking action at the moment. It depends on the desire to feel better in the short term by avoiding negative emotions, like anxiety or fear associated with a certain task, and by increasing positive emotions, like the enjoyment from being on social media or on the phone. This drive can involve various underlying issues, such as perfectionism, which are often also rooted in the desire to feel better in the short term from an emotional perspective. Once again, it is important to understand that people can procrastinate for different reasons. One person might procrastinate only due to underlying anxiety, while someone else might procrastinate due to a combination of perfectionism and abstract goals. Furthermore, even the same person can procrastinate for different reasons at different times and under different circumstances. And all these differences are sometimes reflected in the type of procrastination that people engage in. In addition, many of the causes of procrastination are interrelated. For example, depression can cause lack of energy, which can enhance anxiety, which can increase the apathy towards completing tasks, which can later cause procrastination due to the prioritization of short-term emotions. I find so interesting how procrastination is like a web with so many causes and effects, all of them interrelated. As we could see, there are so many reasons that make people procrastinate, but let me share with you one of the most common that you or your loved ones may be struggling with. Let me introduce you to perfectionism, also known as I don't want to do it unless the outcome is perfect and flawless. I know that keeping high standards for everything we do is one of the keys to success, but perfectionism can be both a blessing and a curse. And if you're identified with this one, I totally feel you because we're in the same team. If you delay your projects, plans, dates, or just everything because you don't want any mistakes in it, then it is just a reflection of our fear of achieving less than perfect results. This can trigger self-judgment and even self-sabotage. It's an awful loop because we end up not doing the task and filling our mind with more criticism. This time it would be a mixture between not achieving anything because we delay what we wanted to do and not being good enough because it is not fitting the real standards we have in mind. Often, a perfectionist's initial worries about a project turning out imperfect or being a complete failure are also far higher compared to other people, mainly because of how much control they think they have over the outcome and how ideal they envision the finished product. I think I should have said we and not they. I shouldn't leave my team alone. <laughs> and one more thing, the simple thought of getting a result with flaws can feel extremely overwhelming to a perfectionist. Plus, it can lead to unpleasant, self-critical feelings and thoughts, as well as avoidance behaviors. Besides dealing with self-criticism, it's also the big fear of being criticized by others. Something that helped me a lot is understanding where this need for being perfect came from. Besides the origin of that fear of judgment and even the negative association of making mistakes with weakness and feelings of not being good enough. Once we start looking inwards, we will realize that most of our behaviors have an explanation, an origin, and a reason, while many others are just a result of patterns and repetition. So the more clarity we have of the root cause of our behaviors, 
the more we will be able to find the right resources that will help us to rewire our mindset. So how can mindfulness help us to deal with procrastination? Well, mindfulness is all about maintaining a non-judgmental, moment-by-moment awareness of whatever is happening in the present moment. This involves awareness of bodily sensations, thoughts, feelings, and the surrounding environment. The non-judgmental part is important because it requires acceptance. I repeat that. It requires acceptance. Meaning that we pay attention to our thoughts and feelings without judging them. We watch them without labeling them as good or bad, pleasant or unpleasant. In the process of beating procrastination, mindfulness will allow us to take action despite experiencing negative emotions. First, it raises our awareness of what's going on. And second, it lets us stay with negative emotions without reacting to them, giving us the opportunity to do the right thing, regardless of how we're feeling. And that's not everything that mindfulness will do for you. Research has shown that it will make you happier, healthier, more self-compassionate, more self-disciplined, better at tuning out distractions, and much more. All things that have been proven to lower procrastination. There are different techniques that you can add to your daily routine. From morning routines and breathing exercises, episodes number two and number four respectively, to journaling, meditation, and intention setting. If there is a specific practice you have used to deal with procrastination, please share it. I would love to know about the different mindful resources that you have been trying. I would like to finish today's episode with a guided meditation. So find yourself in a comfortable position. It could be sitting down or lying down. And if your mind is wandering, don't worry. Shift all your attention to your breathing. Feel your inhalations and exhalations. Feel the texture and temperature of the air that you are breathing. Feel the path of the air that enters from your nose, reaches your lungs, and then comes back. Let's go more into detail by feeling the gentle air touching the corners of your nostrils, your abdomen expanding during the inhalation and contracting during the exhalation. Relax the muscles from your jaw, neck, and shoulders. Leave the worries aside and take this moment to reconnect with your inner peace. Start feeling your body from head to toes. Feel your head, face, neck, shoulders, arms, hands, chest, back, abdomen, hips, legs, knees, and feet. If there's any area in pain or hurting, we're going to direct your breathing to that part. Now let your breathing soften that muscle tension. Take a deep breath and repeat the following affirmations. I am committed to achieving my goals. I am worth it. Two more times. Take a deep breath. 
I am committed to achieving my goals. I am worth it. One last time. Take a deep breath. I am committed to achieving my goals. I am worth it. We have reached the end of episode 8. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Once again, feel free to reach me via email aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. And most important, give yourself the chance to unwind in the mindfulness hub. Have a great day ahead. I'll be with you next week.